0: Well, good afternoon, Aunt Taylor.
1: Good afternoon, Grandpa.
0: I am not Grandpa.
1: Old man. I, Papa. I may be
0: an old man, but I'm not old Papa. man. I want to be called the old man. Papa. Papa Metz. Not Pawpaw. Papa Mitz. Papa. P e- o p p a or p a p a. P o p. No W's pa- on the A's and A's. Uh no. I uh, welcome to Woods and Water, South Carolina. Uh, it's going to be a repeat week this week. We're going to listen to what our interview with Davey Height from a few weeks ago. Since the elites are up on uh, St. Lawrence River in Waddington, New York, it's still pertinent. If you missed that show over the 4th of July weekend, uh, you missed a good one. Mm-hmm. Had a good time with Davey. And, um, he's up there doing on the water stuff, and then uh, he's on site. and uh, You can see him. He does a, an hour or so. I think he and Zona do a couple of hours while the other. Bunches off at lunch. <laughs> yep. But, uh, and the reason we're doing that is because, well, <laughs> he hasn't been born as of this recording.
1: This is this is taking place at...
0: Yeah, late Thursday 10, 12 night. 12 yeah, Thursday night. we've been on Baby Watch. And, and he's early. Uh, he's, uh, he's a, he's um, a, doesn't have much patience. So he's... Uh, he
1: smelled the pizza from, you tonight, yeah, from the other night. Yeah, he smelled the pizza from the... He was ready.
0: From the other side, so he decided he was ready to come. So he's coming. He's uh, 34 weeks... Um, my oldest daughter Jordan, and her husband Daniel. So, so he is not here yet as of this recording, but we expect him to be here within the next eight hours yep. or so.
1: It's gonna be a long night. So
0: sometime Friday morning. We're just gonna stay up all night.
1: I'm done. I don't think I can sleep. So. I got
0: I got Jack Bauer at 24 over here on the TV going. I feel like it's
1: like Christmas Eve. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and we can't be there. That's the whole thing. We yeah. we can't be with her.
1: But you better really, we get that call that it's happening, I'm on my way to the hospital.
0: Just gonna I sit don't sit in the care what time it yeah. is. <laughs> it's just going to sit in the parking lot so we can be close. I'll show. get
1: myself a coffee, and I will stay up all night as long as so, I need to.
0: So that's why we're going to listen to Davey again, because we this week has been so jumbled up. Uh, it has been <laughs> impossible to get together and and get a new show done up. So y'all forgive us for that. Uh, we did get uh, in the interim. We did get out and see Higher Ground, the the, the premiere of the I guess it's what about an hour long film about yeah. last year's South Carolina Seven at the Newberry Opry House, which is a pretty cool little place.
1: It will make you really appreciate set you're from.
0: Oh, it, you'll love if if you're a South Carolinian. It'll make you almost cry.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, I was afraid to say something, but I was like, "Oh my goodness."
0: We have just and, and the guy it, the, he's actually from Germany mm-hmm. who did the the video and a fellow a Ger- lot of drone
1: German Germanian German Germanic Germanic. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because we're from Germany originally. So uh, it's a really he does a lot of drone footage, a lot of interview footage. Um,
1: it's absolutely incredible.
0: It is. It's an incredible, it's an incredible film, and it, it'll be out. Well, I, I can get a copy of it, so we may have a show it in Greenville. Who it's, knows? It's,
1: it's worth it. it's worth a watch.
0: Yeah, very much. I think Geddes said he'd see it three times, and he still likes it <laughs> the third time around.
1: Geddes told me to keep him awake during the whole. Oh
0: uh, yes, yeah. Geddes sees it like that. <laughs> Uh, by the way, happy birthday to Tom Mulligan. He turned, well, I won't say how old he is, but he had a birthday on the 15th, <laughs> uh, along with Geddes, had a birthday on the 15th, and I don't know, we still got an hour and 45 minutes for Junior to have a birthday on the 15th. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Uh, but anyway, we real, real quickly, real quickly, um, let's go through the next week of SouthCon 7, Taylor.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Uh, your first?
1: Okay. Sunday, July 18th, will be the Battle of Camden. Um, so, after the fall of Charlestown, um, the Connell troops began reforming at Charlotte. Uh, and their essential plan was to control South Carolina. That was the British plan. So, they're going to go through and have a reenactment and hike the nature trail at Historic Camden site, Camden site.
0: Which is right downtown Camden, South Carolina. It's pretty cool going out, driving through there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, July 19th, kayak and explore the Santee Indian Mound fields at Fort, Watson's, his Fort Watson site. Uh, you know, Indian Mounds pretty cool things. So you have kayak the Carolina King Retreat and marina to the Santee Indian Mound and Fort Watson site. Explore the Santee Indian Mounds at Fort Watson. Approximately a two-mile kayak trip.
1: Tuesday, the 20th, they're going to be visiting the memorial um, of Francis Marion. They're going to have a service for them at Belle Isle Plantation Cemetery. Um, And you're actually, there's no hike with this one. That's just you're just going to participate in it.
0: You can tell we're tired, folks. Sorry about that. Uh, Day 21, Wednesday, July 21st, is the Lake Moultrie Passage. It's scenic and popular. Passage rings the eastern and northern shores of the 60,000-acre lake, the third largest lake in South Carolina, and the views are spectacular. So it's a five-mile hike. If you're interested in that, at Bono Beach and ending at Highway 52 Trailhead.
1: Um, Thursday, the 22nd, they're going to the be at Cypress Gardens, good gosh, um, which is in Monk's Corner, and it's a three-and-a-half-mile hike through the t- trail um Trying to buy swamp and gardens. God.
0: <laughs> Friday, July 23rd. Hike and explore Fort Fairlawn Revolutionary War Fortification. Uh, it's probably the most pristine, intact, original American Revolutionary War fortification in South Carolina, if not the country. Uh, he's executive director of South Carolina Battleground at Doug Bostick, who's executive director for South Carolina Battleground Preservation Trust. Uh, of the more than 30 forts constructed in South Carolina during the Revolutionary War, only two remained in their original condition, the 96 historic site and Fort Fair Lane. Four Lawn. You
1: want me to go Saturday?
0: Uh, sure.
1: Okay, so the 24th, they're going to be at Slant Fox Passage, which is the longest section of Cross State Palmetto Trail. Um, yeah, blah, 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 blah. I Come can't on. read it.
0: They're going to do it via canoe along the Wabdo Creek Canoe Trail from the canoe launch near milepost 43 to the intersection with South Carolina 402. (laughs)
1: Thank you. Yes, it's
0: been a week. Uh Um, (laughs) We made it through that part. Okay, we're going to chew up another minute here. Uh, The South Carolina Department of Natural Resources wants you to know that uh, the deer lottery applications are now available. So it's accepting through 5 p.m. on August 15th. The multi-site, unrestricted multi-site, web gun, and web archery lotteries operate independently and maintain separate preference points. Uh, the under- unrestricted multi-site lottery application will cover hunting opportunities on Bear Island, Donnelly, and Boniferry WMAs with no antler restrictions at these sites. The other multi-site lottery application includes Belfast, Botany Bay, Hamilton Ridge, Palachicola, and Watery River Heritage Preserve. Antler restrictions apply to these multi-site locations. Uh, due to COVID, the web gun lottery was not available in 2020, but it is available this year, and it is a hunter's responsibility to adhere to any necessary COVID precautions, yada, yada, yada. If selected, you'll be eating the same ro- room as other hunters and be lodging in the same room with other hunters, not on your application. DNR reserves the right to assign rooms for lodging in order to minimize mixing of hunters. That's the one we need to put in put in for the web deer hunt, where you stay in the big old house and... And uh, have those wonderful meals. Oh, at least they used to be really good. I'm sure they still are. That's the first place. I, first place, I saw a sweet tea olive tree. Was mm-hmm. it the web center? There's a huge one in the front yard. And we were there in like late November, and it was blooming, and you could be a hundred yards downwind, and it, the smell of apricots was like you were holding one in front of your nose. <laughs> I love. It. That's why we have one here at our house. Sweet tea olive tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, get out there, join South Carolina 7. And, um, really uh, a fun time. We had a fun time viewing the the movie. The Newberry Opry House is quite a historic place. If you, uh, it's the oldest operating, uh, venue like that in South Carolina, I believe. And, uh, Higher Ground was a good movie. Mm -hmm. And like I said, uh, the elites are up on St. Lawrence River. They have been whacking them for three days now. And, uh, I'm sure it'll be interesting. To see who wins out, in the last event of the season we will be at ICAST next week. So look for a
1: wish us luck.
0: I, yeah, if we make it down there, depending <laughs> on how a juniors doing. And uh, if if we get down, we'll bring you a best of ICAST from down there, in the interim. Enjoy Davey Height. And uh, we'll be pray back. For us. Yeah, pray for us and pray for Jordan Daniel, and we'll be back next week. Oh, Taylor's all smiles because we worked in a little bit of her proper Josh music. Her,
1: all in blue and song.
0: Oh, my goodness. She is singing on the show, folks. I get in trouble for doing that every week, and now she's I'm doing a it. a better singer than mine. You're a better singer than mine. Sorry. That's exactly right. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's talking about South Carolina Low Country, and I, I, I probably if I had to bet, I bet our guest is a, is down that way because he was catfishing early in the week. He may have come back home now, but I bet Davey Height, um, welcome back to Woods and Water but I bet you're enjoying that place down on Santee.
2: I am enjoying it, but you, you were right, and then you were wrong, but then you were right again, But <laughs> I was down there catfishing, and I did come back home to just check on the dog and take care of a few things around right home, but I will be right back down oh, there. So okay.
1: Pretty much got me pegged. Okay. Right? <laughs> Man, must be nice. It's a
0: rough life, Taylor.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> it's a tough one.
2: It's great to be with y'all. Um, it's been a little while, but yeah. I, uh, I've been missing Taylor a little bit, just just by coincidence. Uh, her being at the Classic, I didn't even get to, to see you guys. We oh, were both no. there. So you, you've missed. One another. I've seen Roger a, a little bit more often than that, but uh, it's good to be on the show with you guys. I really yeah. enjoy it every time.
0: Well, we we appreciate you taking your time off, and, and we know how valuable it is and how busy you can get. Uh, so when when we can get you on, we love to have you on. And Taylor's head just swelled up about two or three sizes when you said you're missing Taylor.
1: And you've missed a lot here. I've got a bunch to update you on, Davey. Let's just say that you've missed a well, lot. I'm ready.
0: All here.
1: One, one thing
2: before we get going on yeah. that stuff, yeah. Your, your singing was great. I promise you I will not sing because I know my limitations when it comes to singing. <laughs> I, I knew the next time, but I'm not about to sing
0: on your show.
1: <laughs> That's all right. You, you can just talk. Look, talk I, is enough.
0: I wouldn't cut you off if you started singing.
1: <laughs> I'd cut you off if you started singing, early. I know you would. Uh-huh. No, Roger?
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Roger, you. I think you would. If you ever heard me sing, I think you would cut me off if I started to sing. I do. I love to dance, and uh, but I, I don't even try to sing. Uh,
0: oh we got a little interruption
2: there with a phone call. Sorry.
0: Oh, that's all right. No, no, no problem. So you like to dance, but you don't sing.
2: Yeah, exactly. I just like to beat and I like to sing, but <laughs> I, I, I think uh, to myself.
0: Oh, this is gonna be great because you're gonna love the outro music for this segment. Oh it no! Is, oh, this is great. <laughs> I couldn't have planned this any better if I knew it.
1: Oh
0: no! Sorry, <laughs> right, Taylor. This always gotta be the music. <laughs> uh... But yeah, but yeah, we we do enjoy having you on the show. Love seeing you around. Love seeing y'all live. Mm-hmm. Man, it it is so much fun watching y'all live, and 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 it. Taylor, I know you got some. Why don't you start him off? Because I'm about to spill your first question. But go yeah, ahead. Yeah, you are. I am.
1: Um, so I actually got this one wrong. Um, I thought it was you're going into your third year doing it, but you're actually going into your fourth year of Bass Live. Are you are you still enjoying it like you were when you first started?
2: I enjoy it. I have enjoyed it since day one, and it's it's really amazing that uh, I'm enjoying this because this is something I never dreamed of doing. I, I I dreamed of being a professional bass fisherman my basically my entire life since I was about 11 or 12 years old. But I never thought that I would be doing you know co-hosting some live shows, or doing the commentary on the water, or you know it's 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 just something that I never dreamed of doing. But but when they offered me the opportunity to do this and to work for Bass and to cover the elite tournaments. I had been thinking for a few years, what am I going to do when I retire? I mean, when you're a professional fisherman, what do you do when you retire? I mean, I, I don't go play golf and I don't, I'm, you know, you don't all of a sudden start fishing more than you ever have. Because I've been fishing my whole life. So I, I just was, the I never wanted to. And, and, and I got to be careful with my words here because I respect <laughs> anyone that wants to, you know, if you want to fish professionally until sure. you're 70, 80 years old, then more power to you. But, but, I never wanted to do that. I wanted to, uh, to fish professionally and, and make, a, make a good living and hopefully win a few tournaments and accomplish a few things and then uh, just fish for fun or the enjoyment of fishing the right. way I did when I was a kid later on in life. I didn't want to have to keep that competitive grind uh, up until I was 60, 70 years old. So, right. But I did know what I was going to do. I didn't know what I was going to do. So when they offered me this, it was is perfect, um, and and I do still enjoy it, to, to directly answer your question, Taylor. But the, the big misconception, I think, a, a lot of people ask me, do you miss fishing? I, I fish as much as I have, uh, maybe not when I was a teenager, but I fish as much as I have in the last 25 years right now. I, a lot of it is at Santee and Lake Murray, some at Lake Greenwood, Hartwell. You know, all of our local lakes, Clark Hill.
0: Sure. Right. But
2: uh, I still fish a lot. This northern swing for the elite, the week in between those two tournaments, I'm going to smallmouth <laughs> fish for the entire week. So I still I, I love to fish till the day I die. Sure. Um, but but I, I do enjoy working with Tommy, uh, Zona, Suits, Ronnie, all of those folks there at, at BASS. And there's a lot of people involved. You guys know that. But there's oh, yeah. always a lot of people behind the scenes. And uh, I enjoy, it's just a great group of people.
1: I bet y'all just have a ball. Whatever y'all do, y'all together, listen to y'all on live sometimes. and am just like, yep, I bet there could be no no better people to work fast live than y'all.
0: And, like, And I don't think there's any personality conflicts. Y'all y'all go together so well.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I really do appreciate that. And then, you know, I get asked about, is Zona really that crazy? Well, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah. I've known Zona since you know he was fishing the invitationals, and I was fishing the invitationals, and, wow. and we've been friends for a very long time. And Tommy Sanders is just—he's the epitome of uh, the outdoor voice, I guess you could say, of ESPN for so many years. And he just—he just, he just fits that mold so well. And, and it's just, and Ronnie and Suits, they are they are great to work with. I mean, we just. We we all uh, kind of know our roles and understand one another, and, and uh, thankfully they understand a lot of my limitations, and there aren't a lot to understand. But um, I, I love work, working with the folks, and that means everything. That means everything.
0: Who is uh, who is crazier, Zona or Mercer?
1: Mm, that's right.
0: <laughs> that is a good one, and, I, and <laughs> I have to think
2: about that a little bit, to be honest with you.
0: I, I don't know, it's Mark. I don't know as much about Mark as I do with Dave because Mark's like either on the studio or on the water. You know, Mercer's there in the mornings and it and weigh-ins and all. So he's a little more accessible. And we talk to him a little more. So I don't know much about Mark Zona, but I, you know, just the the personas and all that—they got to be pretty close.
2: They they are, and and that's why I say I have to hesitate a little bit to even think which one is crazier. Um, I guess Zona by by hair. Okay. Woof. And if would be a photo finish.
1: That's scary. That I, is scary. I didn't know anybody <laughs> could be crazier than Mercer. <laughs> I mean I love the guy, don't get me wrong. But. Yeah.
0: He has a handful.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: he is. They, they
2: are so great to work with. They they really are. And and you know, I've known both of them for a long time. I've known Zona a little longer than Dave Mercer, but um just just great people. And and here's the cool thing and, and I know we're on your radio show, sure. Just like I'm talking to you, Taylor, and to you, Roger. Like yeah. we're talking with w- with one another. I know both of them. I know their wives. I know their their families. They are good people. They're okay. Good family people, and that that means so much. There, you know, there's there's a lot of personality there, and a lot of you know a lot of talent. But when you get right down to it, they they really are family people in their own way.
1: That's cool. Hmm. Well. Like you said, you're you know you're out in the water here. You're in the studio here. How do you juggle both the times you're out in the water and the times you're in the studio?
2: Okay, so when I was talking with uh, Mike McKinnis, who is Jerry McInnes' son, for those who don't know that, I know y'all know that. But, yeah. Um, he's I guess he's my first line supervisor. Okay. Uh, when I was talking to him and Bruce Aiken, um, a bass about Potentially doing this live, I, I felt like I needed to be on the water at least a a percentage of the time, not just be in studio. Sure, because I wanted to I wanted to interact with the anglers on site, and I wanted to be out on the water some to get a feel for the events. Now, I, I actually like doing some studio work too, but with new anglers coming along, I get to get to know them. You know, mm-hmm. gosh, I, you can just name. Uh, from a Brian, I guess Brian New would be a good example. He worked his way up through the opens, right, and is and doing well on the elite in his first year. You, you guys, you know, he's right there from North Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah, we know Brian. Getting getting to know the people when they, and 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 their personalities as a fisherman on the water, not just um, well, not just on the water, but on the water and also around the weigh-in stage, before and after weigh-ins, and, and maybe go out to dinner with them and that sort of thing. So it, it's real important to me. I guess if I had to pick which one I like the most, it is on the water. Okay. Um, but, but I enjoy being in the studio, I, and I will have to admit, being in the studio is much, much easier.
0: You don't
1: have to
2: worry <laughs> about the rain, the yeah.
0: wind,
2: thermostat set at 72. I mean, sure. it's all
0: good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, one thing i got to ask you about being on the water, and we got about, um, about a minute and a half here. Do you, do you have the same camera person? It seems like there's a name that keeps cropping up. That you're out on the water with. Now, is is she your camera person out on the water?
2: She is, and her name is Ashley Wages, and she is great. Um never I mean and and she's never been on like last year when we were out on Lake Ontario, one of those days there was legit five or six footers. Oh my goodness. I could tell she was nervous, but she trusts me and she knows she's told me this before. This is before Lake Ontario. (laughs) She told me that she was talking to her mom and she and her mom's like, Be careful out there. So and she said Mom, I'm with Davey, and he's made his living on the water his entire life, and, and I'll be fine. So she has confidence in me, but when we were on Lake Ontario last year, at one point I looked at her, and she was wide <laughs> as goes, like, I didn't think you back land, and she said yes. And the moment she stepped on land, well, let's just say seasickness. Oh, yeah. She never said, she never said a word. And, and, and once I thought about it, she's looking through that camera lens, six oh, footers, yeah. I mean, yeah. it would have made me sick. Of yeah. She's looking through that camera lens and everything's moving around her. So, but she is great. And, and she, I've been fortunate enough to basically, you know, she's, she's my camera gal. And yeah. They better, they better not try to take her. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: great. Oh, well, Taylor, I mean, we, we had three questions, and we spent almost 13 minutes. So that's the first mm-hmm. segment of the show. Uh, Davey, we got some more stuff we want to ask you, and if you'll hang on through this next segment, we'll get to some of that, and then we'll see about the third one. But uh, I think it's going great so far, and we're having a good time. So hang on, folks. we back with more Davey Height, and uh, maybe the northern swing on the elite stop when we get back. Play out a little more because during the break, Dave was talking a little bit of smack about his dancing and singing. So, hang on, we're gonna gonna let this music go a little bit so it'll set the stage for what Dave wants to talk about here. (laughs) (laughs) These these little talks between segments are so much fun. Here we go.
1: Here it is, right
2: here. So you guys are so bad. are oh, so I, I was not tooting my horn about dancing. I just said, I can dance, but I cannot sing. I mean, when you're in the fourth grade and you're, you're taking chorus, yes. and the teacher says, you know, it might just be best if you hum or just move your lips and don't sing, that's when you know you can't sing.
0: You can't sing. But you can dance. Well, I do like to dance. You do like to dance. Like. Tell, tell us about your dancing, and what do you like to dance to? I mean, I'm sure it's not ballroom dancing. Uh, Taylor Taylor's a big swing dancer. Taylor goes to swing dance like swing every dancer. Wednesday night. Uh, are you a more like a cool-in-the-gang type, funky music Asking. Oh, oh,
2: I mean, I, I honestly, it, when it comes to music, I like it all. It yeah. just depends on the mood I'm in. I, I so much driving throughout my career. You have to listen to music. Um, but I mean, heck, I can, I can, I can enjoy some sugar Hill game from way back. Oh Hooligan gosh. Gang the Commodores. I also, I love to shag. Oh, um, I like, I, I Texas two step. I love to, to dance to country music. I, I line dance. I mean, the boot scoop boogie. I was, I mean, I knew three or four versions of that line dance to that, but I like doing all that. I, uh, I, I do like to dance, and I
0: cannot sing. And he can walk. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, sounds hey. like we need to find an occasion where you two can get in and do a line dance together. I'll I we... admit, Taylor scares the heck out of me with the rhythm she's got.
1: Oh, I'm a good dancer.
0: I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's scary, Dave, because you know all the boys in the room are looking, you know. <laughs> that's the part yeah, that's a yeah. real killer. Uh,
2: well, man, I'm sure that that would be,
0: uh, yeah, that would be tough.
1: No, it's fine. People,
2: I never had to go through that.
0: Yeah, yeah, well,
1: I got it narrowed down to one boy now. We good.
0: Oh, jeez, one boy at the moment. <laughs> Poor guy, he has no idea what's in store for oh,
1: him. Oh, my word. Uh, Thanks, Dad.
0: You're welcome. But anyway, now that we're moving on from Davey Height and dancing, uh, but it's, it, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. It's that's. Fodder for when we see him on the road or something like that. We can, yeah. David,
1: can. I'll take you swing dancing with me. I'll do that.
0: Oh my goodness! You taking David out <laughs> swing work. dancing?
1: Hey, that'll work. That, <laughs> let me tell you
0: what. This place they go to. There's a couple places around they go to, and they are always
1: packed. Mm-hmm.
0: Always packed.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's just it's it's just it's kids, and they're having a good time, and it, it's good to see them out and doing. It really is. So, anyway, okay, we're well moving along from dancing. Uh, we just, and this is odd because this is almost July, and we're still talking about the Classic because it was just a couple of weeks ago. But, Davey, um, finished up the Fort Worth Classic. Um, going in, who would you have picked to win? Gosh, you know, I, I really didn't have any one person that I thought,
2: uh, you know, it, at the, since I've been doing Bass Live, they let me pick. Any angler I want to spend the one practice day with, or they have so right. far, okay. Uh, and I try to pick the person that I think is, is going to have the best chance of winning. But I was torn this year, and I ended up riding with Clark Windle, which is a great friend, and he's sure. a Texas angler, and you know he he had a good practice day. You've seen this, Roger.
0: Yep. Um,
2: you, you can have a good practice day, and things not work out, just like any other tournament. But Kate cherry and I'm just going to say this. I'm not trying to, you know, be the Monday morning quarterback and say he was my pick. Sure. But I'd never heard him say what he said when I talked with him before the tournament and personal interviews. That I've had the best practice I've ever had in my life. Now, this is the defending champion saying that. Right. Yeah. So he, he certainly was on my radar. But did I pick him, you know, a month before a classic? No. But, but, man, what a classic. And first and foremost, congratulations to Hank Cherry. Yeah. Uh Matt Airy mm. made a good run that final day. Certainly had to mm. fish on the line on his line to win. Just did not work out. Um I, I've been there done that. Yeah, you know, I had a second <laughs> place black at one time and had to fish on to win. But uh Matt Airy's a great fisherman. We he'll he'll oh, get yeah. his, no doubt about
0: oh, it. Oh absolutely. But
2: what yeah, the one other thing, the fans showed up in Fort Worth, y'all were there. Yeah. Um just it makes you feel great about our sport. Even with the pandemic, this is the first year I've ever questioned. Man, I wonder if we'll really have a packed crowd here in the expo, um, in the arena, and that sort of thing. But man, the the, the Bassmaster fans, the the Bass tournament fans as a whole, um, they never fail to show up, and it was a it was a great event there at Fort Worth, Texas.
0: Absolutely was. Uh, it was that like there again the the rain delay was tough on Mm -hmm. saturday morning it was tough to sit there i know that a lot of guys took naps and all and it and a lot of guys were catching those fish early and i think saturday at weigh-in when people were coming in with one fish too but i think you saw that just just how many people were catching their fish that first two three hours of the day
2: yeah yeah absolutely and and that goes back to you know we had a summer classic well technically it wasn't quite summer but most people kind of even though, according to the calendar, it, it was another week or so before summer. But um, that time of year, in, in the middle of June in, in Texas, you sure. you got to catch a lot of your fish early in the morning. And it really hurt the weights overall to uh, not get those first two hours in on Saturday.
0: Yeah. And I, I rode, I marshaled on Friday with uh, Shane LeHue, Baby Shark. And, you know, I, I had heard that the, the – uh, the water was up, and, you know, there were times we were fishing, like, in those, in patches of buck brush, which would have been along the bank, and there was, like, yard grass below us, which was, but I was amazed how clear that water is. So that water had been up a long time, Ben not it, Davey?
2: It had been up a long time, and here's the other thing that really helps when a lake flooded like that. It surprised me the day that, the same day that you were out there with Shane, I was with Clark, that was aquatic vegetation was in that lake. There's, yeah. There was some hydrilla, but a lot of milfoil, and it does a great job of filtering uh, and the waters. And some of our lakes here in South Carolina that are basically void of aquatic vegetation, man, when, they, when we have a lot of rains and that water gets dirty, it takes them a long, long time, time. to uh, clear.
0: Which is interesting, because we got, we got the classic coming up here in Hartwell, and that's one of those lakes that mm-hmm. takes a long time to clear up. But, you know, Taylor and I t- did a road trip back in March, Taylor, or April, mm-hmm. March, March, and we actually came down to Lake Moultrie, and uh, wind got up on us the day we were there. We stayed at Black's Camp, which was a neat experience for those of you who have never been there. It's a neat place, got great cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and we fished a little bit, but like I said, the wind kept us going from going where we wanted to, but... I was amazed how clear that lake is at that time of the year. Yeah,
2: it is. Yeah, it is. And it, it, uh, it does have a fair amount of shoreline vegetation, which helps it a lot, even even with the winds we have. But I think one thing that's really beneficial for Lake Moultrie is most of the shorelines are sand. It's almost like just beach sand, where in the upstate we had have, have a lot of red clay. Right. If you have wind and some rain. Those red clay banks will really, you know, stain some water up where I'm like, Moultrie, most of those waves that are hitting the shoreline um, and and the, the water coming out of those backwater ponds, it, most of that is sand. So that helps out a lot. But yeah, I love a cheeseburger from Black Camp, by the way. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, especially when we were that hungry. Yeah,
0: it helped. Mm. We were hungry and it took him like 15 minutes to get it ready. Get yeah, no, <laughs> you're just smelling <laughs> it the entire <laughs> time. time. I'm like, okay, all
1: right, yeah. come on, pick up a yeah. taste here.
0: Um, but, yeah, kind of a cool place. Well, you know, you, you mentioned Matt Airy, and, and obviously we're not going to get the New York swing, so if you got time, we'll hang over to the next one. Uh, got about a minute and a half or so, Davey, and you, you, we talked about Matt. Matt was on the show a couple weeks ago. He, he said, you know, I'm going to own that fish for the rest of my life, my career, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you mentioned that you had one the same way. So from your perspective, it, and take about a minute to do this or so, how do you own a fish like that? I mean, I, I guess there's a recovery period, and then it's just like part of who you are.
2: It, it is, and I'll, I'll try to make this brief. It will be hard to do in a minute, but I, I'll, okay. I'll do the best I can. I thought it was the worst thing that in, in when I finished second in the Bassmaster Classic, and that was when the last person that weighed uh, was almost always, I had never seen it not be the winner. They, they wrote, drove me in the arena, the last person they thought, they had looked at my fish and thought I had a little more than I thought I had. It turns out, unfortunately, I was right and they were wrong.
0: <laughs>
2: it felt like the worst thing that ever happened to me in, in professional fishing. And like you said, once I once I was able to think about it and get over that, a month or so later, it, it turns out that I think it was the best thing that happened to me short of when I did win the Classic. Because it, number one, gave me confidence. I had the fish on the line to win the World Championship, so I knew I was capable. Okay. and and then the other thing is I was so motivated because I promised my son that was you know, five years old at the time and was sure. crying because they told him that I was going to win, and I didn't. I promised him, and I probably shouldn't have, but I promised him I would win one day. So I was very, very driven from that point on.
0: And I can see that happening to Matt. That would mm-hmm. be exactly how he'd take it. He, he, may, he may come out the next few tournaments and, and walk off with both of them. Uh, yeah. All right, well. We do want to talk about the northern swing. We want to talk about some smallmouth fishing and maybe a little more on the classic coming up. So y'all hang on. Davey's going to hang with us, and we'll be back with more Woods and south on the other side. Can't believe I got this one too! Oh my goodness! I didn't even think about this one when I loaded in. I I reloaded the dance song for Davey the last time, and then we got this one, which is the Hooters and we danced. The what? It's the song. It's by the Hooters, and the song is titled it "And We Danced."
1: Mm.
0: And i have just, I just have it today.
1: Oh yeah, you you have it. But
0: uh-huh. We need to, we, Taylor. Yes. We need to start recording the off-air stuff.
1: Uh. Mm. Mm. mm And and that's doing
0: like a like a hodgepodge. That's,
1: that's class fun. Podcast
0: of the off-air. Woods and There's water adventures. There's a radio reason shows.
1: it's off-air, though. <laughs> Davey,
0: would you agree, Davey, that that's kind of a cool idea? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Taylor on this one. Oh, no. uh, huh. oh man.
1: Uh, now, bloopers.
0: Bloopers would be fun. You could
1: do bloopers on.
0: But there again, see, Davey, during the off-air the off air side, Davey brings up that you're just not going to date anyone, and when does this guy need to come meet you, which brought up the whole angler, I don't know what we need to call this. I need to get with Matt and figure out what we're going to call this. But Matt here a couple anything. weeks ago was talking about a, a, I guess a boyfriend advisory committee of professional anglers that you could submit boys to, we would interview, background check them, Mm -hmm. rate them, and give you our recommendation. Mm -hmm. And Davey brought up kind of the same thing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Great minds think alike, Davey, hi. I think it would be great. I do think it would be great. We would have a a
2: long checklist of do's and don'ts. Yes. The first thing I asked David was, does he fish? And he did pass (laughs) that part of the. Uh, Questionnaire that he said he does
0: fishing hunt so that's
1: first
0: Those are fairly important to me too. Um, That's the groundwork. (laughs) I just
1: like him. You just don't want to admit it.
0: (laughs) I will never like any guy until he is gainfully employed, has health insurance, and a house. Davy, would you agree?
2: Um, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one.
0: gainfully (laughs)
2: employed is very important.
0: (laughs) I'm glad I'm glad that we know Davy like we do. Otherwise, he'd be sitting there scratching his going. I thought we came on here to talk about fishing.
1: You know, I was just um, <laughs> looking at this list, and nowhere on this list of questions do I see Davy's opinion on the whole boyfriend board thing. But he's—it's a- not even a topic. Imagine that—it's not even a topic on this list. So we may as well just go ahead and get back <laughs> to the topic, because there's some very important things on this list from what I'm seeing right here. So, Dad, um, do
0: you get a little of the defensiveness that I live with all the time, David? Do you get a little bit of that? I do. <laughs>
1: okay, y'all, let's hush.
2: Talk, let's talk
1: smallmouth. Let's
0: uh-huh. talk smallmouth fishing. All right, we we've got some New York elite stops coming up. Two more stops in the year. Um, a little earlier than last year. Probably the same timing as in 2019. Uh, is this a is this going to be a whack 'em and stack 'em, or is this going to be a battle of ounces?
2: Well, I think it'll be a little bit of both, to be honest with you. Uh, I think the battle of the ounces will be uh, separating uh, the middle of the pack and not making that first cut and not making that uh, last $10,000 check. But I think we'll see some big strings of smallmouth weighed in. Uh, keep in mind, Lake Champlain is its not a great lake, but a lot of people think it should be the next lake named one of our great lakes. It's very, very big, and the wind can – can uh, really play a big factor in in the weight, how, how these anglers are able to to get to and from their fish uh, from takeoff over to the inland sea, some anglers running all the way to Ticonderoga. But, wow. Roger and Taylor, I do want to say one day you guys are going to have to come up there and I'll take <laughs> you on a little smallmouth trip oh in between gosh. some of these cars because if you've never caught a smallmouth, any of our listeners, if you've never caught a smallmouth, you you really are missing out on being a bass fisherman or fisherwoman because it is it is absolutely incredible to uh, set the hook on a four- or five-pound smallmouth and see them jump four feet, you know, out of the water in the air. Almost, it looks like eye level with you. It's just really,
0: really incredible. Daddy, All right?
1: You know what that – wait, you know what that sounds like?
0: An invitation.
1: That sounds like a – plane ticket that you're going to pay for for me to fly up there and you can just stay here see
0: that's where you're mistaken because i have these free buddy fares so both of us can go
1: um (laughs) i don't know about that because i do recall you saying you were busy while they're going to be up there so
0: but he brought up a great point he brought smallmouth fishing Mm -hmm. davy height how do you catch smallmouth well there's
2: a a lot of ways to, to catch them, the, the big thing is you can you can catch them power fishing. You don't see as much of that, it seems, as you do the finesse fishing, the drop shots, and that sort of thing. But they'll bite top water. They'll bite crankbaits. They'll bite you know, lipless crankbaits. All the things that you catch largemouth on, it, you can catch smallmouth on. But so many of the places where we have these final events, the water is just so clear. Lake Champlain, for the most part, and then the Saint Lawrence River, Lake Ontario. Right. So that that causes people to oftentimes downsize with their line and the size of their bait, just because the fish, smallmouth, or sight feeders, okay. and they can be wary of that the bigger line and the bigger bait.
0: So it's more of a challenge then.
2: You, you just... it, it is. It, it is in a way, but I, I don't, you know. Those lakes are just not fished like ours down south. Our, right. our lakes get pressure 365 days a year, and those lakes uh, get over. pressure, but typically it's June, July, and August. So only for three or four months out of the year do those lakes get a lot of pressure. Hmm.
0: So Lake Champlain, uh, big water runs to get to where they want, and then the St. Lawrence River, man, it seems like that's a great stop every year for the last few years.
2: It is, and it's incredible. Um, The first year I started fishing, you know, quit my job and tried to become a professional bass fisherman way back in the 90s was the first event of the year was on, like, the St. Lawrence River slash Lake Ontario, and I had never caught a smallmouth. And the first event of of my professional career, uh, I needed to catch smallmouth. I didn't do very well. But the, the next time we went there, I finished second to Kevin Van Dam. So I, I, the learning curve set in. I, I found out, learned a lot about smallmouth in a short amount of time. Um, but it's what's really incredible about having fished it in the 90s and, and fishing it, you know, last year some, and, and I'll fish there some this year when the term is not going off. Right. The fish have gotten much bigger. The numbers were always there, but years ago, if you had 12 to 15 pounds, you were doing really good, and now if you have 12 or 15 pounds, you'll be you'll be right out on that first cut headed back to South Carolina.
0: Yeah, because you're going you're gonna to have 20, 22, 25-pound stringers on those top yes. guys every day. Yes. yes, absolutely. Amazing. That That is a trip we need to make, Taylor. Yep. A definite a definite trip. So there, let's see, July the 8th to the 11th is Champlain and the 15th is, so they're sandwiched. you got ICAST sandwiched right there in the middle of both of those, don't you?
2: Yes, and that for the first time in many, many years. I, I don't even remember last time I missed the ICAST, but I'm not going to be at the ICAST um, this year because of that. And then there's some, you know, there's still some lingering COVID effects. Sure. Um, I guess lingering. So many places here in South Carolina, you know, and, and in Texas where the classes was have opened up totally, but there's still some people that are not going to be attending those events like ICAST oh, yeah. because of the COVID situation. Yeah.
0: So, hmm. uh, well, real quickly, uh, the 22 Classic is coming up. we got about three minutes left in the whole show in this last segment. Uh, nine months away, which is kind of odd to talk about a Classic, only nine months away when we just finished up one. Got some, uh, okay, 24 anglers are about there, are going to get dropped from the elites this year. Uh, you've got oh, you got elite guys that are qualifying through the opens. you got open guys qualifying that are coming in. you got the former Classic winners, automatic bid. And you got Matt Aries sitting in 40th place, one spot out of the classic cut. Kind of already, he's probably in with Hank Cherry being qualified. But what does Matt need to do over the next two two stops to make that cut, and maybe some of the other guys underneath him?
2: It's interesting you ask that because that's the first thing I was going to talk about. I appreciate you <laughs> leading me right into it. Because yes, sir. After finishing second in our classic uh, just a few weeks ago, he he's going to have to, you know, have. Two decent tournaments up there. He's not going to have to win either one, not even top 10, but uh, he needs to have two decent tournaments. And I'm, I'm certain, I'll go out on a limb and say, I'm certain Matt Airy will do that and, and qualify. But, you know, along with him, looking, looking at that AOI list, and, and we're going to lose 20 plus anglers uh, after this season with the Bassmaster Elite. Yep. And, and you look, you look down and, and you see uh, a Clark Winlet a, uh, Scott Canterbury, that you know Clark winner is reigning angler of the year. Scott Canterbury has been in contention every year, and you see that they're in the you know 60th, yeah, uh, 61, 62, kind of right in there. Um, but both of those anglers are very good on the northern swing. It would not surprise me they can make up a lot of ground, also. But um, Seth Fighter, I think, will be all eyes on Seth Fighter on this yeah. northern swing because he's leading AOI, and everyone knows he's a good smallmouth fisherman. But he's got the one and only Jason Christie in second place. That uh, I'd hate to, you know, if, if I'm Seth Fighter, he's probably the last person I would want uh, right behind me. And then let's not forget about South Carolina's own Patrick Walters being in third place, still with a legitimate chance to win Aoy. But it's and you're an accountant, Roger. It's simple math. <laughs> Seth Fighter, if he makes two top twenties, he cannot it's lose AOI. He's yeah. just got to have two pretty good starts.
0: Yeah. You you know we got I hate to keep – trying to give you a heads up got about a minute left. What what is Seth Fighter like? Because you see this persona and all that, and you've gotten to know him a little bit. What's uh? He's an interesting character.
2: He is, but but what you see is what you get with Seth Fighter. There there are anglers that that put on a different character, I guess you could say, when they have a camera on them, but not Seth Fighter. He is that way all of the time, and he's uh. He's one of the guys that was was vocal about, I'm staying with BASS. That's what I've always dreamed of. Um, and and it would be great to see Seth Fighter Seth win an Angler of the Year or a classic title or something like that, because I'm telling you, it will be a fun time, and I'm looking forward to <laughs> being there when when whoever holds that trophy. But if Seth Fighter holds that A-O-Y trophy, he and I are going to spend a little time together that afternoon, I can promise <laughs>
0: Sounds like we need to be there, Taylor. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh, I don't know if we could fit in ICAST and up north. But I do have some free no, tickets. No, we can.
1: I will find it a might way. Be,
0: it might be interesting. Um. <laughs> gosh, Davey, it is so much fun having you on the show. We really appreciate your time today and taking the extra time to be here. Mm-hmm. And uh, any any last thoughts in the last five seconds?
2: Well, I just enjoy being on the show with you and I don't know what else to do other than say I'm inviting you guys on a small fishing trip and you will have fun.
1: And I'm gonna say we'll be there.
0: <laughs> All right, folks. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Thanks, Davey Height. Thanks for listening, folks. As always, make time to get out there. Take
1: the back rudge in the can. And
0: don't forget that camera. Back next week, more woods and water. Have a safe fourth of July holiday.